From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 401 for the week of February 8th, 2015. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel, plus our special guest, Denise Hawkins. Coming up on Tuesday's shows, Mary Jo takes a day six drive to the Sequoia National Forest, and we finish up our Universal Studios 101 looking at the lower lot. But coming up now, it's time for this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Facebook poll on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. Hey, Denise. Welcome back. Thank you. Nice to be back. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, uh, right. Mary Jo's in the chat room. Mary Jo's in the chat room. Okay. Yeah. Mary Jo is traveling this week. And so has no right. signal well and she's is she in a different time zone a couple of hours yeah she's in yeah. oklahoma yeah so anyway say hi to the crowd right. mary joe there you go all right so housekeeping um let's talk about oh happy anniversary to my wife okay there you go she doesn't listen but you know and we didn't uh, talk about it la- well i didn't talk about it last week because i wasn't on but i thought housekeeping we had to talk about it have you been talking nice things about your wife on the previous episodes uh no. Happy well, anniversary, we to, Christy. Yeah, we need to step it up, Tom. Just saying. Okay, sorry. All right. Happy anniversary to uh, DCA. Fourteen years today, as well. That's how I remember my wedding anniversary. Uh, That's okay. You shouldn't have said that. I know. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Kind of. Um, also, I don't normally do this, but happy tenth tenth birthday to mychat.com. Um, Dapper Day is coming up March first, or the weekend of March first, twenty eighth. February 28th, March 1st. Um, if you're a Dizzer and you want to meet other Dizzers, they're on Dapper Day the, on that Sunday. They are planning a meet at 3 o'clock on Sunday on the third floor, third floor balcony above the uh, check-in desk. So that's where you can meet other Dizzers, maybe grab a drink at one of the bars and then head on up there. And I I will do my best to be there. So it should be, should be a that's good time. That's an excellent place to meet. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already, and I don't know why you wouldn't, um, make sure you check out our new Facebook page. Um, we have links to our polls there, uh, links to any new blogs, any new articles Disneyland related, any new Disneyland news re- uh, di- re- news related to Disneyland will go straight there. Um, so make sure you check it out. I'll have links to that in the show notes page. Uh, Got to remi- remind you, Coasting for Kids uh, is Coming up June 7th, that's a fundraiser sponsored by Give Kids World and Cedar Fair Parks at 11 different Cedar Fair Parks across the country and Canada. Um, and I have, uh, I, I, I'm thinking that within the next oh, week at the very most, we will be seeing some registration happening. So keep an eye on my Facebook page or the Diz Unplug, or the Diz Unplug Disney Edition Facebook page and or the thread on the boards and links to all of those are in the show notes page. So, um, and once once the, the registration goes active, I will make Diz groups for each particular theme park, each, each Cedar Fair park, and then you can sign up as part of our group. Uh, 
we are not doing East versus West this year. We are doing Park versus Park. So the Park with the biggest numbers wins. Um, I don't. I think that will just be kind of a pride thing. But we will have prizes for individual fundraisers. So again, that's coming up on June seventh. It's a Sunday. Put that on your calendar. Uh, any other housekeeping? Yes. Go ahead, Tony. Okay. Well, my first one is my inside information because I work for a school district in Anaheim, California, and they're having a contest only for – there's only two elementary school districts in the city of Anaheim, and uh, they're actually giving away pretty amazing stuff for the 60th anniversary, anniversary 60th birthday, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, the kids are getting to draw happy birthday Disneyland cards, and Disneyland's providing nice. them with all this stuff. And then if they win one per – Grade level per school district, so um, they get uh, f- four days at the Disneyland hotel. Uh, f- four kids, not four days. One night at the Disneyland hotel for four people and a park hopper for each person. So I just thought that was exciting. Nice. Not that it means anything, nice. and then if anybody wants to transfer in, so they can try to have their kid draw <laughs> yes, and yes. hit it, I guess. But um, also, I know we had talked about what well, we um, the uh, the episode where I was talking about the airports. And yeah. I discovered some – every time I find some little travel news, I'm going to start sharing it because I think it helps. But yeah. I was actually looking online to go from Dallas to Miami, okay? And this was yes- yesterday, and I couldn't believe what I found. And I know it's silly because it's just total like the whole hacking thing. It was cheaper. Okay, so Dallas to Miami would go Dallas – it's Delta. But Dallas to Atlanta, then Atlanta okay. to Miami. Same exact flights – $150 cheaper if I went Dallas to Atlanta, Atlanta to Miami as two separate flights. Oh, it was the sa- exact same flight numbers, everything. Uh-huh. But if I booked it, Dallas to Miami, it, I forget what it was. Then it was $150 cheaper to go one way, Dallas to Atlanta, and then another way, Atlanta to Miami. So my point of that is always check the hubs because you never know when just by tweaking something a little bit, you'll save money. That blew me away because yeah. it was yeah. literally the same exact flight numbers, uh, everything. Uh, but since it was separated, it was $150 cheaper. So. Yeah. Michael, I think you had – didn't you have something to add to the airport I did. Discussion? Something I was going to bring up last time and I forgot. Uh, when Carol and I flew in – um, it was right. It was um, January second. We flew in with our granddaughter to John Wayne Airport, and normally we wouldn't check bags through, but we were bringing Christmas gifts and all that, so we had to check bags through. We waited at baggage claim forty five minutes oh. for our bags, and when we were speaking to an airport official, he told us that they're not equipped to handle a lot of planes coming in. And I had been count. You know, they display on the baggage claims all the flights, and you know that are coming in, and which, and, and theoretically, which bags are, are you know coming on the little turntable there. And so, I I figured there were about six to eight planes that had all come in around relatively the same time, and just everything was completely backed up. So. That's just something to be aware of. I, I don't know how you would know when a lot of planes are coming mm-hmm. in, but that definitely added quite a bit of time, you know, to our, uh, you know, heading over to the shuttles and getting, you know, to our hotel. So. I did find another thing, Michael, another strike against John Wayne. Not, it's just the number of flights. So I was trying to figure out how to come back from, I think, Dallas. I still haven't decided whether I'm going to Miami or not, but I couldn't leave 
Dallas after four o'clock on the airline I was choosing. I mean, of course, it was Delta, but it, you had to, I had to leave by noon. So again, it's that hole where where you have limited number of flights after a certain time. Where LAX, again, you could leave at any time in the day. So just a something to consider. Very cool. Uh, more housekeeping. Um, have you guys checked out the new disboards? Uh, if you haven't, they are brand spanking new. Um, if you are running into any problems on there, they want to know about it. Go down to the bottom of the of the page. There's a technical uh, forum, um, technical support forum, and there's a separate sub forum for the new boards. And just ask your question there, and Alex or Corey or somebody will help you um, get an answer or or see what's going on with your particular situation. Um, they are still working out a lot of the kinks. Um, I think search is now up. That was kind of delayed a little bit, but. They look really cool, and one of the good things is now you can add pictures without having to post it somewhere else first. So you used to have to post it in Photo Bucket or something like that, and then copy you know copy the link. But now you can just post a photo right to the boards, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And th- and there's going to be a lot of other features, but they're bringing them on slowly so that we can sort of get adjusted to the board. So this isn't their final form. Right. Well, this isn't also, their final. This it, isn't their final look. Yeah, well, and it's also huge, and so they're trying to work out any a huge transfer. So trying to work out any kinks with just the transfer before they start making it making it prettier for adding the flourishes. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at www.info.com. And as I said, our show notes page is www.disunplug.com. Head to the uh, show for um, February 8th and you'll find links to anything we're talking about today um, into the housekeeping oh ooh. go ahead I've got one okay. congratulations to the Mariachi Divas six time Grammy nomination nice and we'll find out tonight if they won I guess it's yep. probably happening right now or it's already happened and we don't know about it because we're on the west coast and the rest uh, of my housekeeping just happens to be news so okay cool uh, so let's, uh, talk about uh, our, I, okay, I actually do have another housekeeping. Okay, go ahead, Michael. This is a follow-up to a special segment I did a while back on Walt Disney and the Little Golden Books. Yeah. And, um, there's actually, you might remember I talked about how Diane Muldrow, who is now the editor of the Little Golden Books, she wrote one called Everything I Need to Know I Learned from a Little Golden Book. And it uses a lot of the artwork from the classic Little Golden Books, including some of the artwork of the Disney artists. Well, she came out with a really sweet little book in time for Valentine's Day called Everything I Need to Know About Love, I Learned from a Little Golden Book. And this is, it's really cute. Again, it uses the classic photos from, gold or classic artwork from Little Golden Books, including um, a number of Disney artists. And it talks about sort of the ins and outs of relationships with you know, from dating to friends, spouses, siblings, children, um, pets. Um, it even covers adoption, which I thought was unique. You usually don't see books that talk about that. And it's it's just a nice little book. And if you p- pick this up, maybe um, combine it with, a, you know, a, another Valentine card for your special someone or another Valentine gift. Just sort of a cute, whimsical you know, look at love. Um, I highly recommend it. We do not have a financial relationship with Little Golden Books, huh. but um, I love 
I love I love little golden books. So anyway, so um, so take a look for this. It's a really sweet little book. Excellent, thank you, Michael. All right, um, let's talk about this week's poll results. I asked. Which of the nighttime spectaculars are you most looking forward to? Uh, world of Color Celebrate, the wonderful world of Walt Disney, longest title ever again. Uh, Disney Hand Forever, which is the fireworks show, or Paint the Night. Any predictions as to the results? I think Paint the Night. That's okay. what I predict. Okay. What do you think, Nancy? Mm, fireworks. Okay. Because they're so unique that... I don't know. What about you, Denise? What are you thinking? I think the fireworks. Okay. You know, and and if I were to have to pick, I probably would choose the fireworks. But um, the listeners said paint the night. 43% said paint See, the night. I have the pulse on yes, America. Yes, Michael has the pulse of America. Uh, Disneyland Forever fireworks, 33%. And World of Color Celebrate at 24%. So... Um, still a good number on that wanted to see that are looking forward to World of Color, the new version of it. Um, and I wasn't able to choose a winner, so I will try to get that done. The, the app was being wacky with me this afternoon. And, so, and if you follow me on Facebook, I did post a video of the Hong Kong Disneyland version of mm-hmm. Paint the Night. If you want to have spoilers, have an idea of what ours might look like. I, I like the dominatrix pixies with whips. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Better than the... Um, never mind. Huh. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to make a Phineas and Ferb reference, but I won't do that. What, you can add a floating baby head to it? What? No, I was talking about the the, the Phineas and Ferb... Camp, the, the... What is it, Tony? The... the oh, the, camp, the fireside girls? The Fireside Girls, thank you. All right, okay. Uh, that par- that particular parade, I totally went off track. All right, so let's talk about news first. A real quick uh, news story, and not really news, but this has been going crazy on Facebook today, and that's the flag retreat. Um, it kind of got blown out of proportion, so it... It's just a minor change, but a kind of sad change to the flag retreat. Um, there's a cast member, the security cast member. His name is uh, Ernie. He goes by Gunny. And he is, basically, he heads the, the security team, or the color guard that does the flag retreat. Well, he is there most most days. You'll see him doing, doing the flag retreat. And at the end of the flag retreat, after all the, the, the veterans have been have have come forward to the flag he will walk up to the circle and loud, very loudly thank them for their service and greet them well they have eliminated that portion of the flag retreat ceremony and it will just be a recorded announcement thanking the veterans for their service so there are a lot of fans of gunny that are kind of disappointed so if you are one of them you'll want to um, get the address for disneyland and and Send them a letter and express your displeasure with the with the change, and that just happened this weekend. So it is it is fresh, and things can things can change. So, but as as of now, there there aren't any other changes to the flag retreat. It's just that small change, which is it's it's still sad, but it's a small change. Um, gosh, you guys are quiet. No comments on that. 
No, I, I, I think I can understand why they did it. You know, why, why do you think they did it, Michael? I, well, perhaps um, maybe for continuity. If if Gunny's not there, mm-hmm. they they still have that portion of the retreat right. ceremony. Or could he be it's retiring? Too, you never I, know. No, because he's he's disappointed about it. Oh yeah. well, there we go then. Yeah. So I, you know, it's too bad they couldn't just you know play it when he was there. Right. Right. But, or when um, he wasn't there. But yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then I, I, I'm just glad you know there was the hysteria for a few hours. I know they were getting yeah. rid of it. Yeah, but well, I'm uh, glad I was I know, today. I know for me and Carol, well, one of our proudest moments was when our son participated in the ceremony, when he was active Navy, and you know his daughter was there and yeah. and saw it. I mean, it was um, it's a moving ceremony, mm-hmm. but when you have a relative participating in it, right. you know it it really takes on. Um, uh, more depth exactly of exactly. meaning i mean y- y- even even being there with people you don't know it's just it's just heartfelt and mm-hmm. mary joe's coming in the in the room all right so um let's talk uh do you have that next story tony well it depends what that next story is is so it the one you t- the one you said you were going to talk about oh well then yes but the italian story the italian story Yes, uh, they're going to open up a Disneyland in Rome. Nice. Yeah, nice. there's going to be a whole Pope Francis land and everything. Um, sorry, I got to throw it. As well, there should be. Yeah, and you know, because I always have to throw a Catholic reference every time. So um, so instead of Tinkerbell flying over, it'll be the Archangel Michael. Thank you. God, I'm glad you picked up on stuff that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say. So you're much better than I am. Um, okay, Luigi. Yes, and what is Nancy singing for? I don't. She's singing something Italian. Oh, it's from an it's from an opera. Okay, again, I'm not cultured. So, Luigi. Actually, the the, the all right. We don't need to know. Yeah, <laughs> can be very not. I need to know Disney, but I'll do it later. Okay, Luigi's flying tires is officially going to change. So. Ever since Cars Land opened at DCA, they say um, it's been a huge success with it, which it has. Oh, man, I had a good story about that. I'll tell the next show. The new land immerses guests in the world of cars, makes them feel like they're standing, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. Uh, But they're going to give us a project that will bring even more four-wheeled fun. So at the end of the operating day on February 16th, if we haven't already listened, Luigi's Flying Tires is going to close as our favorite Fiat departs for a vacation to his home country of Italy to visit with family. I love how there's always a story. Mm-hmm. When he returns, his Casa della Tires will reopen as a completely new attraction in early 2016. The attraction will feature a new ride system and ride vehicles. We're excited to tell you more about this ride technology, but we have nothing else to say. That's the only information. If you look at the picture, the cars look like they're driving around, but there's no balls. And I mean that literally the spherical beach balls. Um, what is it's else? It's supposed to be similar. People are guessing it's going to be similar to Winnie the Pooh in Hong Kong? T- Tokyo. Tokyo. Tokyo Disneyland. So could someone it's like who got a hidden track or something. Help me out on what does that mean? Okay, what sort of what it is is there's, um, there's several different ride systems that go, they're almost like wireless controlled. Where the, um, the Ratatouille attraction in Disneyland Paris, um, Mystic Manor in Hong Kong Disneyland, Winnie the Pooh's Honey Hunt, Tokyo Disneyland are all not on a track. 
And so they're controlled wirelessly. And so people think that the speculation is that's what this attraction is going to be. The cars are going to move around and sort of dodge each other, um, you know, without any sort of a track. If you've ever seen video of the Radiator Springs Cars Race Rally, it, it's at the, the um, Disney Studios theme park in Paris. They they have ride vehicles that they don't quite look like the concept art for this because they have huge tail fins, but it gives you an idea what at least the cars might look a little like. But they spin on platforms. But... The problem is, is that there, there's three different systems that um, Disney can use for ride systems that they can use for this. And there's another one called Aquatopia that's also at Tokyo Disneyland. And it was supposed to be bumper boats, but they decided that wasn't going to work. So it's these little sort of steampunkish looking um, round boat like vehicles. And they, again, they're also not on a track, but they just go around and sort of dodge each other and all that. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's going to be more like that attraction because the other, the other ride vehicles, the Ratatouille one, Mystic Manor, and even Winnie the Pooh, they've only had success with those ride systems um, when they've been dark rides where they're moving um, in between show scenes. And so... You know, so it's going to be interesting to see what this system turns out to be. Does any is anybody surprised that it's going to says early two thousand sixteen? It'll be thick. It'll be changed that quickly. I'm pretty impressed I with d- that. Uh, you know what? If they just do a um, a ride system change and they leave the queue line alone, which I really hope they do. I'm sure. That, well, I mean, the exterior has to stay. Luigi's just going on vacation. He's not going to get yeah. a new house. He's coming back. Yeah. Right, which means if they leave the interior queue line the way it is, they don't have to retheme it, they don't have to come up with new artwork. All they have to do is change the attraction floor. That's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, they and they're just and going to build it right over mm-hmm. the the um the fans and all that for the flying tires. Back in the concrete to ro- So was Luigi's flying tires yeah. a failure? Yes. Yeah, from from day one. Okay, but why? Why? I loved no, it. No, but when I said that, I asked that. Sorry, Tom. I don't mean it, to be taking over the segment, but I was curious. From what what do you consider a failure? Because it was an enjoyable ride, and it had that nostalgia piece, which obviously they realized that there was a reason you can't do it anymore. But when you say it's a failure, why do you think it was a failure? Well, from from the beginning, like the steering mechanism didn't work properly to the point that they removed the joystick and then they had to remove the mechanism just to reduce the weight because it, it there was too much weight to the tires. If you didn't um, have enough weight as, as a riding pair, like single people had a real hard time moving the tire by themselves. Well, you know what? It's about right. time pop- that we encourage, because Disneyland, nobody could fit any in anything and... You know, bigger people. Finally, the ride where, hey, bigger people, it's great. But now it's gone. Well, part of the problem, too, is that the tires were too heavy. Um, right. Also, getting on and off was very awkward. If you uh, there were, um, you know, if you didn't step on the tire properly, you could damage it. Um, and people were tripping and falling and all of that because it was so awkward to get on and off. It was very, Lo- s- very slow loading. 
Yeah. yeah loading time sometimes was longer than um, the actual ride yes. time itself. Oh. So it was a very slow loader. There were a lot of mechanical issues. So, I mean, the if you listen to my last, you know, my 60 years of Disneyland, the first decade, the, the flying saucers lasted five years. And, you know, these didn't, you know, these lasted, what, two? But I think also the mystique wasn't there. I mean, I remember the flying saucers. I, I mean, the cool aspect of it was it was flying saucers. And that's how you went on it. I mean, you, you wouldn't miss not going on that attraction because everybody would ask, did you go on the flying saucers? I mean, who wants to ride a, 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 a floating tire? You know, I mean, right. I, I think that was part of it. But I think that was part of it. It just didn't have that draw. As well, flying I'm saucers happy do. that they didn't shut it down like they were originally planning to on the second, because it was supposed to go down originally on the second. So you got one last ride in? No, I'm. We will get one. Oh, okay. Because we're gonna spend okay. uh, we're gonna spend the three day weekend at the parks. So if anybody's in the parks this weekend, come you know, and you see us, definitely come up and say hi. I'll be there with my kids and my husband, and maybe Mary Jo said she's going to pop over and hang out with us for a while, but we'll be there Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Very cool. So, I'm I'm excited I get to ride it one more time, because I really loved it in its incarnations. I, you know, from my very first ride on it with Corey to, and the family, just, oh, I just love it, and my kids love it, so at least we get one more chance to... To spend time on it. The big question is, where's Luigi going on vacation? I mean, he's been visiting his family, but our, I he's mean, taking a, he's taking a cruise. Well, oh, you, you know think what so? the, Disney cruise. You know what the first thing um, that hit me was was Cars Two, because oh. they focused on um, Luigi's family in Italy oh, in yeah. Cars Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I think he's running with the bulls. <laughs> yes, and and actually, it was really fun to see Luigi's Italian family. So, if the cars are supposed to be like a Luigi's Italian family. You know, and and the uh, the little town street party they went to in Cars too, mm-hmm. then that ought to be kind of fun. I don't know. I hope it's more exciting than Aquatopia, Tokyo Disneyland. I mean, go on YouTube and there are videos of it. It's it's not the most exciting ride. Well, we'll make it. We'll make the fun out of it, right? Yes. We'll find the fun because we'll, we find we'll, the we'll fun. We'll make the fun in funiculi funicula. Okay. Um, all right. In other news, um, let's see if I have this one. Okay. Uh, the Walt Disney Company has promoted Tom Staggs, chairman of its Parks and Resorts Division, to chief operating officer, fueling speculation that this uh, further positions him to succeed CEO Bob Iger when he retires in 2018 which, of course, he keeps bumping. Um, Staggs will continue to oversee parks and resorts, which includes five theme parks and the Disney Cruise Line until its successor is named. Now, that could be interesting. Um, Let's see. Staggs has played a key role in expanding Disney's theme parks, overseeing the construction of Shanghai Disney Resort, the development of Avatar Land at Walt Disney Resort, and the completion of Cars Land and other major additions at Disney California Adventure. Now, there's a lot more to the story, but I want to know what you guys think. Well, yeah. He's, he's obviously being groomed to step yes. into yeah. 
Bob Iger's position. And also, if you noticed in a lot of the events that have been going on, it's Tom Staggs mm-hmm. that has been the host right. of them. Well, he has a great, great personality for, for mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. Now, how how long was, I mean, because at one point, Rusulo at uh, Jay Rusulo, and uh, who is what, chief financial officer at this point? or, or Currently, yes. Okay. And Tom Staggs switched spots. How long was um, Rusulo as, as head of Parks and Resorts? Do we know around? Because, I mean, they, they switched I'm, so that they could experience the other, but it seems like Staggs has been head of Parks and Resorts for quite a while. Yeah, I don't think um, I don't. I, the scuttlebutt I heard is Jay Rusulo that that just wasn't where his skills were. Okay, and so he he is a money man. Yeah, and, exactly, and, and that's where he does well. Have you ever listened to those those live feeds of the the annual report? <laughs> so dry. It's just going to be interesting to see what he does with this announcement. Right. Well, and also who who becomes head of parks and resorts. Mm-hmm. Who's being groomed for that spot? Who do you think? Is it is it going to be um, Calagritas or somebody from the outside? I don't know. Yeah. With Calagritas just stepping into Walt Disney World from here, Matt, we met. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe Luigi isn't really going on. Vacation. You never know. <laughs> yes, maybe Luigi is <laughs> becoming the new <laughs> head of parks and resorts. All right, so that is the news. Um, Denise, how are things going in Arizona? Things are great in Arizona. We we miss you. I mean, we were we were out there. We were all out there. Or a bunch of us were out there in October for that awesome Give Kids the World meet. It was so mm-hmm. much fun. It was a good time. And I've missed being at Disneyland, so I'll be back in a few weeks. I'm excited. Excellent. Excellent. Yay. Excellent. Yay. All but right. Yeah, since, go ahead. Since you've been gone, the uh, Marvel experience yeah, was, let's in, t- is, was in Phoenix. Let's talk about that because it's coming here, right? Or it it's coming is. nearby. It's going to be in Del Mar on February 8th through February 22nd. Okay, so it starts today when we're recording. Awesome. Well, the tickets are twenty-seven fifty. And, okay. and the, you'll tell us if it's worth it or not, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was there opening weekend. Opening weekend had uh, some okay. issues. Okay. Um, so basically, you get a, a thing called, like a magic band. Okay. Um, and you have to register yourself with this band. And the band is supposed to record all the activities you do throughout the experience. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, they will choose... Um, Guests who will help the Avengers fi- defeat um, defeat the Adaptoids and Hydra. Okay. <laughs> the okay. I get Hydra, but and the Adaptoids. The adaptoids. Uh, let me get out my Marvel Universe and Hydra. So um, you get introduced into this um, area, and then they bring you into a room that they have these interactive games and you have to try to assemble some kind of a weapon. Then you move on and there's, it's the training academy. And in the training academy, there's a lot of different um, things you can do. There's a hollow blaster simulator and 24 people go in and it's a 3D shooting and game. 16 come out. <laughs> it was actually really good. I don't like 3D and it didn't make me nauseous, which was good. Um, it was a really fun simulator to play. My son came in third. I was really excited for him. 
Then um, other simulators, they have the Spider-Man rock climbing wall, and it's set up kind of like a, a treadmill. The wall moves, you don't. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Okay, the wall, the, the, a vertical treadmill. Right, okay, and you're climbing it. it. And so your magic band kind of watches what you do and records what you do. And then you go into the Black Widow Agility course, and it's a laser course that you have to get through. Um, there's a Hulk smashing movement simulator. Hulk smash. Right. No, it's Hulk smash. So there's this big screen, and you're the Hulk, and you have to smash all these things and break Who's the comic fangirl here? (laughs) (laughs) Iron Man, there's a flying video, and you have to, like, simulate flying like Iron Man around different obstacles. Cool. And then there's a summon a hero game, which looked really fun. I didn't do it. My son did. And you have to strike poses in front of the video screen. And depending on the pose you strike, it will summon a hero next to you. And so on the screen, Black Widow will appear, or the Hulk will appear, and they'll interact with you on the video screen. The lines can get very long. You need to anticipate spending at least an hour and a half to two hours in the um, simulator area, the training academy area. And because of that, they have food. So there's a snack bar and there's a a lunch area. Um, And so there's different things you can buy, which was also pretty confusing. They didn't have lines set up very well that day. Mm. After you're done with the simulators and the training academy, you go into the third room, which is the hyper-reality 360-degree 3D movie. Fun. it, so the room was, uh, the screen was on this dome, on the top of the dome, and it was about eight, f- it started about eight foot high, and it covered the dome, and so the, the 360, um, the It was Avengers, a full wraparound. It was a full wraparound, and it was supposed to be in 3D, but the day I was there, the 3D was not working. But Ooh. the movie was still really neat. Um, and so the Avengers come in, and they have to attack Hydra, and battle. After that, they put you into another room with a a Spider-Man safety video, and it was adorable. It was the cutest little safety video ever with Spider-Man, but Hydra comes in and interrupts it and captures all of us, and then the Hulk has to save us. Hulk smash. The Hulk smash, right. And the Hulk saving us was really amazing. It shocked everybody. We weren't really prepared for that. And I'm not going to give away what he does. And then the final room was um, a 4D movie. And they had those seats where they're in, like, groups of three that move. Okay. And um, depending on who did really well in the training academy, they will put your name and your information up on the screen and you will help the Avengers battle Hydra and the Adaptoids. And they're actually a- attacking the domes that you were in. So you, and they simulate the actual landscape of where these domes are placed. So it looked like the Desert of Phoenix that huh. it was being attacked. That was really neat, too. Um, 3D, again, was not working that day. So... I didn't get to see it in 3D, but it was still a really nice movie. 
and then they dump you into a gift shop. There you go. <laughs> of course so, they do. <laughs> so worth it or not, uh, adults, kids? Um, I would say kids over nine. Okay. Younger than nine, I think, wouldn't be too excited. The lines were really long, and some of it was really hard to understand. I was watching the younger kids uh-huh. not quite getting what they were supposed to do. Right. The adults absolutely loved the training academy. They kept doing things over and over again. I was watching the same guy just keep getting in line to do Iron Man. Um, So the adults really loved it. I think if the 3D was working, it would be better. Um, Hopefully, And I'm sure they worked out all the kinks. Right, and I think the check-in process, that was the worst part, was the check-in process and registering your Magic Band. Um, I think they've worked out all that since I was there because it took us almost an hour to register for two people. Wow. was not letting me register my band. And so it never did get registered. I just gave up. Um, My sons did. And so he was able to get it to watch everything he did. Right, right. Awesome. There's also a VIP package. I don't think that would be worth it, though. Okay. Well, what does the VIP package offer? Um, It it has a special VIP lounge with a cash bar and a coat check in the bathroom. And it has priority access to the hollow blaster, which would be good, but that's about it. Um, it has a ex- poster signed by the artist. It has a photo of you doing the rock climbing wall and parking. So. Hmm. All right. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that with You're us. You're welcome. Um, that's coming to Del Mar now, and I think and it's coming San Francisco. San Francisco, March 4th through March 22nd. Excellent. All right, it is time for Rapid Fire. We are running a little bit behind, so we need to buzz through these. I will go first. A uh, couple of quick calendar items. Mary Jo had talked about the Lunar New Year a few weeks ago, and those dates are finally announced. The Lunar New Year celebration at California Adventure is February 19th through the 22nd at Paradise Gardens area. Also, this year's Celebrate Gospel event, which brings in choirs from all over Southern California, usually, I don't know, a dozen maybe, it, that is set for February 21st. Um, they, they usually do that in the Hollywood Land backlot, most recently at Stage 17, but as you know, that is now Olaf's Snowfest, so the event is being moved to, to the Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree stage. So it, that's where it's going to be, which is kind of a kind of a nice area for that uh, for details of this and other events going on at Disneyland, check out the events page over on the Diz, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes page. Uh, Nancy. Okay, I have quick merchandise stuff. Okay. So the big thing everybody who likes to shop and buy jewelry is um, going for is the fact that La Masquerade um, Dorleans in uh, New Orleans uh, Square at Disneyland is having or is becoming, I should say, the prime location for collecting the Pandora Disney Parks charms. Um, So there's like 25 charms. Um, They're adding an additional 16 styles and a special Disneyland Park bracelet, which is only found at Disney Parks. So that's... They gave that poor store an ugly paint job. 
Yeah, you know, I'm not huge on Pandora. I like some of those things, and I like the way they put some of them together, but it's an expensive sort of thing. Yeah. Um, now, that's the former pin trading pin store, right? Yeah, and, and they, ha- they have fashions in there right now. Like, yeah. they have a lot of New Orleans stri- Not uh, anymore. Theme- they have Pandora. <laughs> well, it could be they're adding Pandora into no, there. It's it, not it's Pandora. A Pandora. It's a Pandora store. It says so on the on the door. Ooh, it's well, there Pandora we go store. then. It's been painted bright white. It's a Pandora store. That's pretty sad. And the other the other two things I wanted to add to that in, as far as shopping goes let's, is... Let's, let the, let's save those for next week. All right, Apple of the on. month. We've got to move no. on. We've got to move on. You have on. to get uh, this. No, Michael. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, we all talk about different ways that we bring Disney into our everyday lives. One of the ways that I do is I like to cook. I like to do Disney recipes. And I have about, oh, I don't know, eight or nine um, Disney recipe books. And a new recipe book is now available. Kitchen Magic with Mickey features 100 oft-requested recipes with high-end dishes for that special event. Two family favorites. Included in the book, as an example, are the um, Colette Champagne Cocktail from Remy on the Disney Cruise Line, Smoked Buffalo from Victoria and Albert's at Walt Disney World, Booyah Chili from the ESPN Club, and Cheesy Enchilada Soup from Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical Cafe at Disney California Adventure. The book is divided into traditional chapters with each recipe tested in a home kitchen. You'll find classics such as banana bread, French toast, scones, and southern shrimp and grits, and new taste sensations like Hopia from Disney's Alani Resort in Hawaii, and Spiced Tandoori Tofu from Tusker House Restaurant at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So pick up Kitchen Magic with Mickey on your next visit to Disneyland and add a little Disney magic to your menu. Woohoo! Woohoo! It's not an apple, but okay. Uh, Tony. Okay, if you are an annual pass holder, you can save some money on Disneyland Resorts. If from February 13th through March 26th, you can save 20% on premium rooms and 15% on standard rooms, most Sunday through Thursday nights. And that is one of the deals. The other deal is from now until March 26th, you can get a savings of up to 25% on rooms, savings on 10% on that Sunday, Thursday, 10% most Friday, Saturday nights, one Disney Fast Pass ticket for each person in your party, one voucher for a 5x7 Disney Photo Pass. And you can book through March 5th, and you can find both of those on the special offers on the Disneyland Resort annual pass holder special site. So there you go. Yes, you can. Of course, your Dreams Unlimited travel agent would be happy to find those deals for you as well. Make sure if you, you let them know that you're an annual pass holder, and they will find the deal that works best for you. Um, not necessarily off, always the annual pass, but that's a 20, 20% 25% on, on a Disneyland Resort hotel is it's a good deal actually. So, um, what else was I going to say? Nothing. Okay. Um, this week's poll. Any ideas? Should we talk about Luigi, or is that just kind of? We have we written that off. What do Most you mean? people have written it off in, in this week's poll, our Facebook poll. Are people sad to see it go? You're thinking that yeah. as a question? What's yeah. the question? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the question that's, should be. That's your job, Tom. Just, okay, just never say, mind. Just say it. I'll, I'll figure something out tomorrow. All right. Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, this show goes up in iTunes on Monday morning. First thing, you should, if you're listening to it recorded, that's when you get it. 
Our segments always go up now on Tuesdays overnight, and you should be able to upload them, download them, whatever. Uh, first thing Tuesday morning. Denise, thanks so much for joining us. Hopefully we'll we'll talk to you again later on in the year. No pressure. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> and, and if you need any help uh, helping plan a possible thing in <laughs> the fall, let us know. Subtle hints, subtle hints. Yes, there you go. (laughs) All right, that is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Bye.